of Experience Starting Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Alex Hickey. Alex is a second year student in our full-time MBA class of 2024, and she and I recently connected to talk more about her background, how she decided to pursue an MBA, what led her to Darden, as well as some of the activities that she's been engaged with during her time here at the Darden School of Business. Alex has served as a social rep for Section B, and she's also the president of the Wine and Cuisine Club. I think you're really gonna enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here is my interview with Alex Hickey. Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Brett. It's great to have you here. How's everything going? How are you doing? Good. I mean, 9 a.m. after TNDC, <laughs> but um, no, it's it's really good. The, we're two weeks back into the school year, so it's exhausting because I think there's just a lot of stuff as everybody gets back together and says hi and catches up, but it's it's good exhausting social energy. And it we had our first cold call yesterday, so, you know, Sun was out, last was barbecuing, everyone and their families and dogs were out. It it really feels like Darden is back. And I don't think I realized how much I missed it with everybody gone for two months over the summer. Yeah, we'll have to talk to our podcast scheduler about Friday morning interviews at Darden. <laughs> of course, the Thursday is Darden Friday, as it's known, because you know, really for most students, uh, it's their last the last day of class for the week. Um, so thank you so much for, for doing this and for coming on the podcast to share share your story. Um, Tell us a little bit more about you. What's your background? Uh, And we'll go from there. Yeah, so um, I'm German-American, so I've been in Virginia for probably about almost 15 years now, but not originally from here. Um, Bounced between the U.S. and Germany growing up, but I am also a UVA undergrad, so love Charlottesville and have been here a very long time. Professionally, I used to work as a reporter and a journalist in D.C. and New York, and then came, I'm now a rising second year at Darden, so somehow already halfway into this experience. But I, story still being written, have no idea what I'm doing post-Darden, probably not going back into media, but we'll be experimenting a little bit, whichever I do, trying not to let work be kind of the defining narrative of my life. So when I'm not here at Darden, I am very active cooking, brewing kombucha, hopping around wineries in Charlottesville, run in with my friends. Um, yeah, doing all, all things started. I really leaned into, I think, the more culture and lifestyle parts of this MBA experience than, than I expected. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about your work as a journalist. Um, what kind of stories did you report on? I fell into journalism a little bit by chance. I was a politics major as an undergrad, which kind of just meant being undecided for my entire (laughs) undergrad career. But I, on a whim, kind of applied to a journalism startup in DC and I became a tech reporter. So I was doing a lot of reporting about emerging technologies, IT, Um, felt a little pigeonholed. So I moved to being a more general beat business reporter at Morning Brew New York. So I used to write their daily newsletter for about two years, which was really fun. And I think kind of my first thorough introduction to the business world, not necessarily being in it, but writing about it and did that for about two years and was a dream job, fast growing startup, getting to write jokes about the economy and stock market and anything happening in headlines. It was really fun. But I guess after two years, I kind of realized that my entire skill set just really revolved around writing. And so when I thought about what I wanted to do post-media or even moving around within media, I realized that outside of writer and being uh, creating content, there just wasn't a whole lot on paper that I looked very qualified to do. So became an operations manager for about a year, which was possible because I was at a little startup where you were able to move into different functional roles, but realized that I needed to go back to school to, to get that better skill set.
All right. And so you landed on an MBA and started looking around. What resonated to you about the Darden experience? So Darden was familiar to me just because I had come to UVA undergrad. So when I was thinking about where I was willing to, you know, give up my working life for two years and come back to Charlottesville is a place I've loved. And I've come back to a lot since graduating in 2017. So this was definitely on my radar. But um, I think if you ever visit the business school and you're contemplating applying, I think that sells you. You kind of come to Darden and it's just this beautiful little campus and bubble. And it really feels like, you know, you're going to be in a really special place for two years. But as far as my MBA search in general, um, I honestly didn't look at rankings too much beyond the 20, 25 top programs. I really tried to look at cities and programs where I thought I would be happy for two years. So anywhere too cold was completely off the table. Um, anywhere too hot, it was kind of this, like nice little band of, of mid-Atlantic schools that I was more focused on. Um, but yeah, I, I applied early action. So even though I didn't necessarily know that this was the place I like had to be, um, I applied early action and got in. And just I think every touch point I had with faculty was so phenomenal. Um, it was definitely like when I had my interview here, I had fun during the MBA interview. And I think that's kind of weird because it's such a stressful environment. But I, I think I really saw from the admissions folks I met and then students I got to interact with in admissions events that they were just so passionate about Darden in a way that felt very different than other programs that I was checking out. Yeah, I appreciate that about the interview. We do really think of it as a great opportunity, not only for you to share your story, but for us to begin to get to really know you as, a, as an applicant. I mean, the application is a good in, initial introduction to someone, but the interview really brings it, brings it all to life. And so yeah. um, you'd be surprised have... how much we talk about weather here on the podcast, too. That comes up <laughs> more, more frequently than you realize. It's Charlottesville is beautiful. It is. We now that we've passed the humidity phase, I'm looking out my window and it is just perfect blue skies and sun, and it's it's a nice time to be here. So um, you come to Darden. You know, you've been out working in the world, working in journalism. You come to Darden. And what was that? Uh, what were the first few months of your first year like? First, the start of first year is chaotic, which I think is going to be. Um, what it feels like at any program. It's just transitioning into such a different lifestyle, but it was really wonderful. I had a really, really fun core experience. I think core and fall was is really tough for a lot of people. I was not recruiting consulting or banking, so that certainly helped contribute to me having a really, really good first few months here. Um, but yeah, I, I love transitioning to Darden. I think it was a really different academic environment than I'd ever had before. I think through undergrad and even K through 12, you know, I'd always been an academic perfectionist for lack of a better word like you really learn to you learn to take the test and to exceed at the test and I think it was really interesting coming back to school a little bit older and in an environment where not to say grades don't matter but like between grade non-disclosure and like most people here don't even know their GPA and the way that we're graded on the scale with like SPs, DPs, HPs it really just took away all of kind of that metric pressure that I feel like I'd always had on me in any school environment for you know, the first 21 years of my life. And so I think I really loved the transition to Darden because for the first time I was truly just focused on learning and learning the concepts and internalizing them and like really being present in the moment instead of stressing about, did I write the right fact down for me to like study later before we have the test? So I think it's definitely been, it was definitely an environment that pushed me a lot. Um, I can be a little bit introverted and shy. So the classroom for the first few weeks was I won't lie, pretty terrifying experience, but I raise my hand in most classes now. I talk in most classes and 
I don't think I would be in the place I am now being comfortable doing that if I hadn't gone through those first three quarters at Darden and Core. Yeah, I was going to ask, how did you get comfortable with speaking? I know for many of our listeners, they may know that Darden's the case method school. They're thinking about, oh my gosh, it's not just speaking when you want to speak. You'll get called on the cold call. And so how did you get, how did you get comfortable with that? I think there are two big parts for me. One was just the comfort of my section. Um, so I was in section B. I know everyone who comes on this podcast says their section's the best. Section B was actually the best last year. Um, we laughed and had so much fun in the classroom. And I think like that really helped take a lot of the pressure off. But I didn't realize how much of a like safe learning space it felt being with those same 70 people all day, every day until we moved to electives. And I was suddenly like, oh no, <laughs> like now I need to impress these other people. They don't know what to expect. So I think just the comfort and safety you build with your section is a huge part. And I was also really encouraged to go talk to faculty in those first few weeks. And that was really, really helpful for me. Um, I think just creating that personal connection with them. They're so happy when you come meet them out of hours and if you're shy and if you're struggling to talk, like they really work with you to try to get you there. They'll, you know, start kind of giving you maybe some more softball questions or if they see you raise your hand, they're like, okay, like she's trying, like, let's get her, let's get her to start uh, dipping her toes in. So faculty was really phenomenal. And at the start of every quarter, I would usually try to go meet with my professors for five, 10 minutes that first week and just familiarize myself and just kind of tell them what I was dealing with. And I've never had a single one either you know, just kind of brush it off. They were all really, really earnest and passionate about trying to trying to get maybe more active in the classroom. And I believe you were also involved as a section leader uh, within within your section. Yes, I ran for section social rep in my first quarter, and then I did it along with my classmate Tyler Beerley. So, kind of at like the high level, you're the party planner, but more so than that, I think you get to have take a lot of onus on figuring out ways for your section to come together and have fun. And one area where I think we kind of really succeeded was instead of just focusing on having a couple parties throughout the year, we really tried to have the most fun we could in the classroom. So if you ever walked by section B for every holiday, we would deck it out in decorations, just covered in spider webs for Halloween, wrapping paper for Christmas, things like that. Just making classroom 130 a really joyful place to be and doing things like end of quarter bingo with like silly things that people had done in class and, you know, making stress balls before finals and surprise breakfast throughout the school year. So it was really fun to find little ways to help people kind of step back from the stress you can get wrapped up in Darden and just just have a little bit of extra fun together and we came out I think really close as a as a section so it was it was a lot of fun to get to work with my classmates on figuring out how to how to be better than all the other sections of Darden. You Not that's competition. Yeah well I will say it is a competition though between the sections it feels like because Darden Cup and honestly everyone who ever comes on here is like well of course this section was the best section so there's got to be Competition. <laughs> we we did we did kind of terribly a Darden Cup um, to the point where there's a talent show that happens in the spring and every section puts on a you know skit and you kind of make fun of other sections and yourself and we literally wrote a song about being last place in Darden Cup but I tend to think that we embrace the spirit of Darden Cup the most because we didn't really stress about like tryouts and practices and like crushing the competition at every event. We just kind of went and showed up and tried to have a lot of fun together. And we did terribly in a lot of the events, but honestly, we, we didn't even care because we were just having fun with each other. And Darden Cup can be what you make of it. I was I was 
I think it was good for me that I was in a less competitive section because if we'd been more competitive, I think that would have been a much bigger part of my my first year personality. So it was nice being around people who also refined to like step back a little bit and just have fun. I appreciate that. So you mentioned being a bit more introverted and yet you served as a social mm -hmm. rep for your section. Um, did you, how did you decide that that was a role that you wanted to have? Were you looking to stretch in that way? Looking to stretch, I think I kind of, I knew coming in that I wanted to push myself to try to be more extroverted while I'm here at Darden, because I know this is two very finite years where you're around really phenomenal people. And I knew if I, you know, stuck to my home body tendencies, I, I think I would be shortchanging myself on the experience. But in my personal life, I, I mean, I love like dinner parties, small gatherings, like a lot of like bringing people together for really meaningful experiences. And I knew that there was, I thought, I knew I'm good at kind of logistics and organizing and things like that. And so I thought I would be good at social rep just because I know I'm the person who's happy to show up an hour early to set up or like decorate the classroom and things like that. So I might not like the big social events quite as much, but I think those small ones are areas where I really exceed. And I really wanted to try bringing that to my section. Appreciate appreciate that as well. I, I think one of the great things about the section is it becomes such a like a, a group. There's such a, a group identity with it. it, and it's only really three quarters. But there's so much that three four quarters, I guess now these days. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's so much that happens in that first year. Yeah, we all miss each other a lot. We just set up um, kind of a standing first coffee together on Thursdays. We started doing this in Q4 because as soon as we were out of the classroom, we were all like. I miss everybody so much. So we try to, we're trying to create more little touch points for, you know, the section to still just come back together when everybody's on grounds and free and just stand around Cat by 67 for half an hour and catch up. Well, how did you spend uh, this past summer? Um, what, what did you do? I was actually based here in Charlottesville. So I worked for a winemaking as a service startup that was founded by a Darden grad a couple years ago. Pat Egan, he was class of 21, um, but he created this company called Commonwealth Crush that's based about 20 minutes west in Waynesboro. And I got to do the internship because of the Baton Venture Internship Program. So it provides some funding to help startups and VC funds bring on MBA interns if they're not necessarily able to provide a you know, competitive MBA internship salary on their own. So I got to do this through BVAP and it was really fun getting to work for a Darden grad, somebody who I'd known before because he is the husband of one of my classmates, Annika, who I think has also been on this podcast. But it's a really phenomenal company. It's a small team that affects essentially has a large um, winemaking facility out in Waynesboro. And so small producers can rent their facilities and equipment and if they need it, the consultative winemaking services. But they're really focused on building up Virginia wine, supporting small businesses and entrepreneurs, bringing more underrepresented winemakers in. And we opened a tasting room this summer and I got to bounce around between a whole host of different roles from doing marketing, ops, a little more counting than I was expecting this summer and finance, um, but I really got to get my hands in all different areas of the business and support them on the B2C side and B2B side. And it was a really, really fun experience. Was it the winemaking aspect that that particular industry that attracted you to the opportunity or, or just working with, with a, a startup? I think a little bit of both. Um, uh, my retirement plan, you know, 20 years down the road is to have a winery with my sister. So certainly it doesn't hurt to get a, you know, random summer experience in the industry while I can. But I think coming from a career path where I was really focused in a creative role that isn't 
I don't want to say it's like not relevant to a lot of the business functions, but I was like, I was a writer. Um, I really just wrote all day. And so I feel like in class, I can do marketing cases and ops cases and read about what these roles look like, but it's very different when you're functionally doing it. And I know from being at startups before that you just get to do so much across different functions and parts of the company. And I knew coming into a startup this summer, I would be able to try on a lot more different roles and really see what resonated with me more or less and kind of test out whether those if I wanted to pursue a more targeted functional area after graduation, um, test it out now. All right. Well, here we are, second year. Um, second year is one of those years where people oftentimes will be involved in a lot of different activities and clubs and organizations outside the classroom. Uh, what are you involved with? Um, so as you mentioned, section leadership, um, being a social rep is a two-year role, so I'll be working a lot with the Section B first-year social reps as they get elected. And I think the next week or two, it happens pretty early, but I really want to be involved helping the first years and the second years come together within the section. Um, I think building touch points outside of just your career coach and clubs is really important. So I'm really excited to help make Section B another really special place for the next class. And then outside of that, I am president of the Wine and Cuisine Club, so I work with a small board and we run a host of events just enjoying, celebrating, learning about wine and cuisine, particularly, you know, things in the area. So some big events we have coming are wine buses where we go tour different wineries or cideries around the area, dinner parties, cooking classes. One of my classmates is a psalm, and he's really excited to teach people more about wine tasting and pairing and have them really appreciate wine more than people might coming into this. Um, and then working with other clubs on kind of some more cultural activities. So me being half German, Oktoberfest is a annual Darden tradition, and we're really excited to be moving it to Darden Grounds this year. Faculty band playing, bringing in some, you know, good German food, beer and wine and just Food and wine are such a great way to bring people together. And I think kind of that same passion that made me want to be social rep. I think it's fun getting to do this now, not just for section B, but for several hundred members of the student body and sometimes faculty and bring them together over food and wine and in new ways throughout the school year. Yeah, that's great. We haven't had, had an opportunity to talk too much about the Wine and Cuisine Club. It's come up in the background of some of our conversations, um, but it's a super interesting club and organization because I mean, when people think about business school, they're typically thinking about things like consulting club, finance club, or, or maybe graduate women in business or Black Business Student Association, these kind of affinity groups. Wine cuisine, uh, you know, Charlottesville is a great place for both of these interests, but it's it's such a such a unique offering as well. Yeah, it has very different flavors or other MBA programs too, I've learned. I think some tend to be a lot more people who like know a lot about wine, like they're going out to France and Napa or like doing competitions with wine tasting. Um, I would say the one here is much more low key and it's, especially this year, I think we're really focused on just bringing in as many students who like to eat or drink, which frankly, I think means every single student. Um, we do have a lot of events that don't have any alcohol involved because we really want to try to make this inclusive, but we're really just focused on using food and wine more as the medium to bring people together and learn about them a little bit in the process. But you absolutely do not need to be like a level one sum to be happy or successful in this club. <laughs> Well, what else are you looking forward to in, in your second year? Yeah, I I mean, if WAC and, WAC and Section B aren't enough to, to keep me excited, um, I think first year is a really crazy time. You know, there's a lot of recruiting happening. Everything's kind of new. And I think it's nice being back as a second year. 
everybody really missed Darden this summer. I got to travel a lot and see everybody during their internships. And pretty much the universal refrain was, I can't wait to be back in Charlottesville. So I think it's really exciting to see all the second years back and everybody's kind of like, okay, we have one more year left. We need to make the most of this. And we need to just really, you know, be present and spend time with each other. So I think it's going to be really special. But yeah, I had a really fun first year and with Darden being so student led, I think you as a second year really step into the roles to recreate all the experiences you had as a first year and hopefully make them better. So it's it's being involved and being busy in a very different way than we were as a first year, but I think it's really special to try to replicate what you had for for the next year. And I think it helps you become better friends with the first years, but it's just, it's really fun to keep the ball rolling and to pass it on and to now get to work more with the amazing faculty and staff we have to create these kinds of experiences and make the Darden experience better. You mentioned that you had really leaned into these kinds of cultural aspects of the MBA experience. Is, is that surprising to you sitting here in your second year? Would you have guessed that as you started off on this journey? I... I guess I wouldn't have. I think I really came in, especially from a non-traditional background, feeling a little bit more insecure about how I would do academically um, and thinking that, okay, like I like I want to be really good. Like I'm really going to need to focus on academics. But I kind of realized that most of succeeding in academics at Darden is just showing up to your learning team room and showing up to class. Like the professors and your classmates will get you the rest of the way. And I think just not saying, just saying yes to all the kind of random opportunities that came down the line for me first year, I think really, yeah, just, you just got to say yes to a lot of stuff. So <laughs> that's good advice. I mean, I, I think you always have lots of things competing for your time and, and of course you can't do everything, but I do think that say, say yes mindset, this has come up a few times on the podcast. Um, and, and I think it's a good way to be because there's so much exploration, experimentation, meeting new people, learning about yourself. Saying yes is it's a good orientation to have. Yeah. And I think also just saying yes to things that aren't all student-led. So I also worked on the student admissions committee last year. So I got to be really involved on events throughout the year with Holly Meadow and the admissions crew and the rest of the SAC on, you know, creating these touch points for prospective students to come to Darden and getting to meet them over the course of the year. And I think getting to work with faculty and staff at Darden on things that are bigger than just the classroom experience. It really makes you appreciate what a special place Darden is and how much work goes into, you know, creating this environment and the group of people who end up here every year. And I think finding ways to get involved, not just with students, but really with the people who are at Darden for the long term is, is really, really rewarding. Well, Alex, uh, you've already shared a lot of advice, but I wonder if you have any, any final thoughts, words of advice for our prospective student listeners? Yeah, I guess we're pretty early in the admissions cycle. So those really the go-getter early action admits like me are probably um, the ones who are really listening to this now. But I would really recommend going to when possible the any in-person events you can go to for you know schools you've been admitted to or schools you're interested in. I think seeing the campuses, meeting the current students, it's so hard to like truly get a gauge of a school's culture from secondhand anecdotes or from a website. And I do think particularly getting to be involved in a lot of the prospective student in-person events over the last year, I think it makes such a difference getting to, to see those people and see how like current students interact with each other and interact with staff. It really can be so different between programs. And I think one of the things that really made Darden sing to me was seeing how much 
the second years just like loved being together and talking to each other, even if they weren't friends and what close connections they had to their professors and other staff at Darden. So I think if you're able to go to in-person events, especially if you're on the fence between programs, I think I think that really helps you figure out what school feels like home to you. Because I think when you find that program, like you definitely, you know, you feel it in your gut. Like when I was at Darden Days, when I was still deciding whether or not to come here, I just, I knew it felt right when I came. Yeah, we, we always talk that the big challenge for prospective students is you look at every school's website, they're going to talk about their incredible faculty, they're going to talk about their sense of community, you're going to talk about their incredible career outcomes, all, all these things. So, so every yeah. school's website basically talks about the same thing, but the expression uh, of these things, particularly the cultures of each school is very, very different. And the only way to figure that out is to actually come and spend some time. Yeah, outside of instruction method, like case method versus lecture, you're effectively getting a pretty comfortable education no matter where you go. So I think really thinking about like where you'll be happy and where the people will kind of match your energy and match what you want to get out of it. So Darden's very community oriented, very supportive, the kind of place where like somebody's leaving an interview and they tell you the question they just got asked as you're about to go in. So I think like if that's the kind of environment that makes you be successful, then Darden is a great spot for you. I love it here. I am not ready to only have one year left. I need first years to stop asking me um, how it feels to be halfway done because it's causing a little bit of a crisis. Um, but yeah, Thornton's an amazing, amazing place and very happy to chat with it about any prospective student who wants. Well, Alex, thank you so much for, for coming on the podcast Friday morning um, of, of Labor, <laughs> Labor Day weekend. So, so appreciate your sharing your experiences and perspectives with our listeners. And um, best of luck with the Wine and Cuisine Club. Look forward to hearing more about these events that you have planned. Thank you. You guys got to come visit. They'll be, they'll be on ground and open to everybody. And that was my interview with Alex Hickey, second year student in our full-time MBA class of 2024. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.